to the races. <coughs> I'm hitting that. Sorry, I just hit the hit a big old blunt of weed. Smoke. Did you? Yeah. Uh, this is the Kings of Punk podcast that you're listening to. Uh, you also heard my co-host. I guess we're all co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Razor. Hello, everybody. I'm Tyler Hammer. And then we got good old Gary U.S. Bombs. Hi there. Here, too. And uh, this is a podcast about punk rock and the cultures that surround it and the people in it. Various scenes that come from it. Uh, kingsofpunk.com, folks. Mm-hmm. Cop Pod official. K-O-P-P-O-D official on Instagram. If Let us know uh, what you think of the episodes. Uh, if you have any suggestions, uh, we maybe have some stuff coming up that might entice some people. We haven't really talked about it. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> more stuff brewing. More stuff brewing. And we have gotten other suggestions. And if we haven't gotten to yours yet, don't, you know. Don't fret. Uh, don't fret. I'm not totally promising anything either. But rest assured, I am keeping track of what people want to hear. We've got a list. Trying to be a little more organized. It's a gradual process. We're not all the way to where I would like to be yet, but uh, the suggestions are greatly appreciated regardless. You know, we, we want to know what, what the people want, especially as we keep doing this and try to get... Because uh, as I've mentioned before, and a couple people reached out and gave some clarification on this, which I appreciated. Thank you, uh-huh. people. Uh, we, we have a lot more listeners than we used to, and I don't know where the hell all these people came from or what they're into or really anything. So good to as we get more insight we'll keep you know honing in yeah yeah we got a broad we have a broad kind of discussion and kinds of different things we're not just like we're talking about skate punk from the 80s you know we don't really do that no no it's not that kind of thing <clears throat> we talk about whatever and whenever we want to do it so big rap to mr uh brother wayne kramer uh some of you may know from the mc5 I mean, we really can't talk about punk without without the Mick Five. The Mick Five, definitely not. Honestly, yeah, amazing guitarist. Obviously, both both guitarists in that band, amazing. But he, uh, aside from that, and being kind of to my, so I'm I I need to brush up on my MC Five history. I used to have there was a documentary about them that got made but not released. I had like a bootleg copy that I lost years ago, but. From what I remember, he was kind of the pivotal member of the band. I know they, even after the singer left, they toured Europe and stuff for, I think, in part because they needed drug money. But, like, there's videos of them playing without the singer with Wayne Kramer singing. Yeah. Um, And then he was, like, a drug kingpin, kind of. And then he went to prison for that. Uh, and then I think he started trying to be, like, a, he was, like, on some activist shit. Well, he started he, rocking again. I mean, I he think did, he started yeah. rocking again. I mean, uh, we talked about recently the legacy of Gigi Allen, uh, him and a couple of the other members Drummer. of MC5 yes. uh, played I think that uh, Give Me Some Head recorded that classic song. They did. Gigi recorded the drum parts. He redid them. I guess he didn't like Dennis Thompson's tracks, but he put <laughs> his name on it. They did that. They were, I think, Wayne Kramer was like fresh out of jail at that point. He did that for not a lot of money. Yeah, someone... I forgot who told us, or it was like a hundred dollars and like a plane ticket. Yeah, like eighty bucks and a plane ticket, and he's like, "Yeah, okay." And this is like eighty five, eighty five. Well, yeah. think about it. It was probably like you know three million dollars back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, dude, he right now now would be like, dude, 
a plane ticket and like one in one uh, Bitcoin. Someone one did Bitcoin, that in like yeah. 2011 or something like that, or like 2009. That person would be like a billionaire now. Crazy. I think that portion of his life I heard about before I even heard the MC5 because on the uh, the U.S. version of the Clash first album, which is the one I had on CD, there's a song called Jail Guitar Doors. Still one of my favorites on there. And the first verse, like the first line is like, let me tell you about Wayne and his deals of cocaine a little more every day. <laughs> At the time, I just thought like, I don't know who Wayne is. Like Mick Jones could have made him up. Maybe it's his friend. I don't know. And then come to find out, no, that is... <laughs> Uh, no, that is the guy from the MC5. Um, yeah. And I remember then, watching like the VH, those VH1 shows, and they'd be like, crazy, crazy rock bands, and yo, MC5, he, they swore, you know? Yeah, they yeah. said the MF the word. The MF word, dude. And it's like, whoa, this band sounds cool. And then, because I was a young child, you know, maybe 14 or 13 or 15. Yeah. Maybe younger than that, it's like, all right, cool. Like it went in my brain, and it it just stayed there, and I didn't process it further for some reason. I don't know why. Like I heard about so much stuff, and I don't know why I n- didn't have the drive to just try and find it. I think it's because I maybe didn't have the internet, and I didn't really get how the internet worked back then. Right, you didn't have LimeWire. So, or if I did, I really couldn't use it very much. So it was like, well, of course I'm going to try and get this Eminem song. Well, I would love to hear this mislabeled Eminem song. Yeah, of course. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I would love this. <laughs> I would love this Weird Al song that it totally is not a Weird Al song. I, at I all. love that Primus song, "Detachable Penis." That was one of my favorites. <laughs> That's a good one. So, yeah, and but now, I mean, in the last like 15 years of my life, I've very much the opposite of that. Like, I hear about something and it's like, ooh, I want to fucking. I want to seek this down. I want to seek this out, I should say. See, I always... Check this down. I did that when I was younger, but only for, like, kind of specific things. And I missed a lot of stuff. Like, a lot of times, I'd hear a band was, like, important, like the MC5 or whatever, and I'd be like, well, what's the most important album? Oh, it's the first one. All right, I'm just going to get that one because there's mm-hmm. 18 other important things I want to learn about. I want to just do that. Yeah, I kind of did that, and then it's like, for some bands, it's like, I've heard these two records... That's pretty much all I need to hear. Like, yeah, same here. I have other stuff to listen to and worry about. Like, I don't think I've ever listened to any Hatebreed besides the first two albums. Yeah, same here. And not, I mean, uh, first couple, I should say, before uh, the one from like 2003 or something like that. It's like, eh, there's no reason, you know. Yeah, that seems kind of late in the game for Hatebreed, honestly. Well, because they put out Satisfaction in, like, 97 or something like that. Yeah. And then they're like, what if we just waited five years before we put out another album? And it's like, all right. Smart move. It's a good move. And then they followed it up, like, almost immediately, like, with, I don't know, I think the Rise, Rise of Brutality is after Satisfaction, and um, the other one is after, like, almost directly after that. So they kind of, like... Give you a double dose pretty quickly, like a load reload kind of situation if you think about it. So, I, I, need but to, I don't know. One I want to revisit um, in my mind now is I, I know there's demo recordings of uh, Wayne Kramer and Johnny Thunders had a band like after he got out of jail called Gang War. Whoa. It's pretty wow. sick. Yeah. That he, did, awesome. he did a lot of shit. He had like a, I was just learning recently, he had a free jazz album in like the early 2000s. 
Like his, he had a solo career. Oh, he also, I, if I'm not mistaken, he did like the soundtrack to uh, Eastbound and Down. He like curated really? the music, yeah, because yeah, he he got into p- production like later on in his life. And yeah, you mentioned the activist thing. He did a few things along those lines, like performing benefit concert stuff. And I think one of the last solo shows he did was in. Um, I can't remember which of the past two elections it was. He did a thing in, for Bernie at one point. He performed really? it, like in support of the Bernie campaign, which that's a hell of an endorsement to get. I'll say Sounds that. like an all round good guy. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah. So rest in peace. For rest sure. in peace, my our friend, our friend, our rest friend in of peace, the pod. Brother. Yeah, not a murderer. Not a murderer. Drug not a dealer. killer not of a man. Not a man who not a shed blood. We'll say uh, not a head cutter offer. No, for sure. I mean, he might have gotten your head to be all crazy, you know, in certain crazy ways. Crazy with the weed. Crazy with some marijuana, you know. That was not what he was selling, but <laughs> well, maybe that too. But I mean, he or probably smoked pot. Oh, then he's definitely smoked pot. That's for sure. But he never, he never willfully or purposefully cut your head off with a some sort of knife i guess no, or no. shot you to death or uh you know, took you hostage but uh that's what we're going to be kind of talking about today folks um uh, musicians who murder and uh maybe you are just bizarre musicians who commit very weird crimes bizarre in general crimes. uh as some may know recently uh there was a man on the news Name uh, Justin Moan. Yeah. And I saw, I was, uh, I was up late, and I was watching some TV show, and I was scrolling my phone, and I see this, and I was like, it was like some, I forgot what Twitter thing, but it was like, man killed his dad, and there's a YouTube video of it, and it's, or something like that, and I was like, huh. And then people being like, I'm not watching this. This is crazy. So I was like. Do, 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 you know, going to YouTube. Wait, so it was still up on YouTube when you heard about it? Yes. So, oh, you still shit, have the dude. video, don't you? Yeah, I have the video. I, I missed it when it was on YouTube. So I looked it up, and yeah, it was. I, I looked it up on YouTube. I found it on YouTube. Uh, it was still live. Only had a several thousand views. Nothing super crazy. I'm sure most of it were uh, made. Most of those people who saw it saw it because of people reporting about it on Twitter and stuff like that. But it was pretty much properly taken down um, when I woke up. And then I believe I remember sharing the the news footage or the news article about it in the demolition group. And I remember, I think, sharing with you guys and just being like, wow, isn't this guy crazy? I don't, I th- were you the one who shared that he had music? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had found his music. I had heard about, I don't even remember how, somebody, I think because th- there were some news articles about his backstory, which we'll get into, and one of them mentioned, almost in passing, like, they were, so you're talking about his books that he wrote, and then in yeah. passing, he mentioned he also recorded music, released on Spotify, et cetera, and I was like, made a beeline to Spotify to look up his name, and uh, <sighs> I was yeah. not disappointed. I'm bummed out because it's not on Spotify anymore, it's on somewhere else still that I'm not even going to say the name because I don't want to jinx it. And I'm still going to probably right after we record this work on devising a method to get it off of that place legally, uh, hypothetically, uh, even though you're hypothetically maybe not supposed to do that because someone needs to archive his music and people are not archiving things on the internet like they used to. No. And this is precisely the sort of thing 
that becomes lost media and will drive me insane for the rest of my life because <laughs> yeah. his music that is a wild ride to yes. listen to that was immediately like we, we've talked about um outsider music uh-huh. a handful of times um and we're gonna have to do a full episode on like real outsider yeah. stuff would you say that this fits the description yeah yeah i think so because how Jake, you're you're more familiar with it, I guess. How would you describe outsider music? So I'm I'm just gonna because it was a term coined coined by a uh, journalist, a journalist writer named Erwin Chusid who wrote he wrote the book on it, uh, songs in the key of Z. And let me try to pull up his like exact definition. Um, I mean, there's a book right there. It is there. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's defined it a few different ways. He, 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 he's not like super specific, but it essentially means people who are outside of what he, at the time he would have said, like the music business, uh-huh. I would maybe broaden that to the music world. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are totally disconnected from that and are making music. Uh, and specifically, it, I, one of the key things he identifies as like a, very important trait of what he would call outsider music is like sincerity like yeah they have to be very much trying in earnest to do whatever thing they're doing so like if you're it would not include like weird um sort of like avant-garde stuff i mean it would to some some to some extent like in that in that book he does cover captain beefheart who is very much kind of an uh, an artist and with some very avant-garde ideas, but he still makes the cut because some of the ways he approached his art and ways that he lived his life were so unconventional, and the music was unconventional. Outside I mean, the uh, traditional yeah. norm. Like, I mean, he, very one, much outside the One definition he, he gives is crackpot and visionary music where all trails lead essentially one place, over the edge. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's kind of a broad definition. I like to... There's a lot of things that are kind of borderline, and it's... Uh, hard to say i sort of look at it as a i know it when i see it kind of thing but broadly speaking yeah. it, it's got to be like if if you're like an established musician um who p- does if you're doing like all of the if you're managing to do all the normal things that any musician would do um maybe that's not outsider music if you're trying to do those things and it's going a little differently for you and you cannot figure out why and it's that that might be uh you might be an outsider musician yeah like so you like we wouldn't consider metal machine music to be outsider music no it's weird but like lou reed was very much in the musical business i mean he made that because his label was forcing him to make another album which is hilarious but uh, i mean famous examples probably the most famous examples would be like daniel johnston and wesley willis those would be two that people uh, would know the shags Shags. another shags legendary um and and certainly Justin Moan's music. I mean, him as a character, and his the way his music sounds is like right on the nose. The key difference being that he was a murderer, and his music sounds pretty sinister, as we'll get into in a, in yeah. a way. Whereas a lot of those other people uh, seem to be pretty genuinely sweet people. They were just a little bit off, and their music is way off. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I don't think anyone has anything really has ever said anything bad about Wesley Willis. No, no and one no one has. Yeah. I've never heard there, any stories of him like hurting anyone on purpose. No, they were just headbutts. Head but butts. that was uh that was just a greeting. 
Uh, but no, no, Moan's music definitely fits the bill because it's very obviously just him making it. As you pointed out, the mix on it is pretty good. Like, he did some things right. Like, yeah. he clearly put in some work to learn, like, how you're supposed to do this. Yeah. How you're supposed to make music on your computer by yourself. But it's just the the melodies and harmony he's he's doing are very creepy and weird sounding. And the, the lyrical themes are and like the ideas he expresses are very bizarre Incre- increasingly bizarre over the course of his uh, short career yeah and it is i mean it's classic i mean in outsider music kind of found a new flourishing in a way with the rise of the internet because like anyone could go put their music online uh-huh. so like you can find you go to reverbnation.com and you can find some fucking outsider music like guaranteed well i will say and maybe for this is what we should probably preface. We don't know technically if Justin Moan is a murderer because well, uh, alleged murder, alleged murder, yeah, no, that's alleged, true, alleged. Uh, because he has not been uh, char- tried. And, but the uh, charge is that he the, murdered his father. Yes, the charge so we should talk is about being charged with why uh, he did that. Maybe uh, I think homicide or murder, and then like first or second degree murder, uh, an abuse of a corpse. Which is, uh, I guess, when you like well, that's, that's like that, I guess that's maybe where the cutting the head off. That's, if yeah. you do something along the lines of holding up the uh, somebody's head on a YouTube video, a, that yeah. would qualify as abuse of a corp. Should we? So in the video, I guess I've seen the video. I don't know if you got you got you've seen some of it. I've seen the like money shot with the head. I haven't seen. I didn't watch <sighs> all the rest of it. So in the video, I'll just kind of briefly go over it. Uh, he mentions uh, killing his father, who is a federal employee who has worked for the federal government for 20 years, over 20 years, uh, because he, he's pretty much like a traitor to the country. This is normal. A lot of people have brought this up, but it's, it's at this time, in 2024, seemingly very normal right-wing talking points, which is kind of scary, and if you think about it, talks about, like, he mentions, like, fifth-column immigrants who are going to take over, which is yep. like, we've all heard that a thousand times. Heard, that is classic on co-worker Fox talk. News. He talks about like uh, cities being overrun by, you know, liberal cities being overrun, like San Francisco and Portland. He was living in Levittown, PA. And he was like, from, yeah. Philadelphia is going to be like that too, eventually, if, you know, if we don't stop it, if we don't stop this, which is <laughs> hilarious. Implying it's... <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm Philly not trying right to rip so out great. Philly too much, but like... Implying that it's like much nicer than I don't know what New York City or like currently. Portland or yeah, something. Portland, yeah, Portland, yeah, or San Francisco. Yeah. But he also calls for the uh, quote-unquote execution of and murder and killing of all federal employees at mm-hmm. the time when he made the video. But but not not uh, not state yeah, police or cops or military or none of that. He calls for mili- the militias especially specifically on the East Coast in Pennsylvania and New Jersey, to back him and support him. Uh, don't go after a couple governors, but kill, like, the federal judges. He has a very big thing about, he mentions federal judges quite a bit. He actually yes. uh, doxes a federal judge, I believe, wow. uh, in the video. Wow. Uh, reveals their address. Um, he also told people to bring Biden to him, which is hilarious. Or, or he said <laughs> Biden... Is Biden has to uh, abdicate his position 
because he is now the sitting president. And if he doesn't, that Biden should be taken into him. He, Justin Moan, is now the sitting president. Apparently. So, so that means president, we should, that means somebody should kill him, though, then. Yeah, I guess. No, he's actually, the federal government. Well, he's you know. the first president that's ever been put in jail um, on his own terms. He also offers so, bounties. We'll see if he's the last. He offers bounties for uh, killing uh, specific judges and people. He mentions some of their names, uh, like, I believe, up to a million or $500,000 for certain people that are alive. And then some for federal judges. How much was the money? How much money was it again? He was, he said, and he eventually, he said, like, for some people, he's like a million dollars alive and $500,000 dead. And then for some, for like just general federal judges, like $100,000. I have to wonder, did he, because he was deeply delusional, did he think he has that kind of money to give away? Because I don't think he does. It's important to uh, a thing that we'll talk about. Uh, he says he has up to like ten million dollars that he can, and then he can procure. He'll be able to procure other money eventually. Yeah, ten million dollars. Yeah, it's probably from streaming. Hmm. Well, there's that that number is a very specific number. Spotify actually. streaming? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's from. Uh, so basically, that's pretty much the gist of it. What is what that, is his dad? Well, his dad was what? Didn't he work for like UPS? No, I have no idea. Actually, well, he said he was a federal government employee. A federal employee. It was something say, really low level. Like his dad was not like, like a the, mailman or some shit. Dude, something close. We'll he, have to look it up. He, I can tell you this: his dad was not like in the fucking FBI or something. No, of course he not. just worked for the federal government. So this is yeah, as you pointed out, he lo- did, he was the census taker. Well, cl- yeah, it's probably like, something like that. Classic conservative <laughs> talking points. He was, points. A, uh, he was uh, what's the guy when uh, with the uh, the sidewalks with the um parking oh the meter, man. meter man he's a meter, <laughs> he's a meter man. man that's the <laughs> thing dude like this a lot of what he was saying like uh, he he took things that like right wingers have been saying like even respectable right wingers have been saying for decades and then he added like the part about killing people like that's the part you're not supposed to say but the ideology is actually very very common yeah i'm trying to look up here who his father was um and I, I do like in all the things uh, in the video, folks, he immediately shows his his supposed father's head. Yeah. Uh, it's not like it goes a few minutes. I mean, he shows it, a, I think, a couple more times, but it's like almost immediate. He also says, get your earn your place in heaven by sending a traitor to hell. So, oh, we're going to play play some rock and roll music. That was an ad on this fucking Sick news website. Ad. And now there's Jeez. another ad. But anyway, what I'm seeing is his father actually, he had worked for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Oh. So he was an Jeez. engineer, but, I mean. Tinkering around. Still, yeah. I mean, whatever the fuck he was doing, uh, you know, I don't know. Now, a lot of people where we saw were like, typical Trumper. You know, this is what happens. You're cutting freaking their dad's heads off. I want to let people know, I do not think he is a Donald Trump guy. Well, didn't he say something? He was like, oh, and killed him, too. Well, because very notably, he didn't say uh, Biden is not the president. Donald Trump is. No, No, he didn't say that. No, that would. Because a Trump guy would say that, right? They like think that. They think that. Yeah. They actually think he is the president now. 45th president Donald Trump right now. I think those guys are busy. Uh defending texas or whatever like yeah. they're, they're all de- like uh 
yeah, getting lost to, in Bucky's down there. Shoot, shitting they're, like they're, in the uh, fucking sand. They're blocking us. Just quick aside on that, the Facebook post from one of those militia guys where he was like, if we win and we succeed, do I still get my social security? Is probably the funniest and most American thing I've ever like, heard. Yeah, bud. Right, you still looking do. for handouts even after yeah. that. But I think he, like I said, his his ideology, he, he is kind of coming from a right-wing ideology standpoint, it's, it's, for sure. It's, it's very, like, libertarian and very, uh, very, like, sovereign citizen adjacent. Oh, yeah, dude. Those guys are hilarious. Very, very much an auditor adjacent. And that's that's even, that is what uh, some of the Trump, see, the Trump people, aside from the fact that they like Trump, like, they, they do like him, but basically mm-hmm. the whole conservative movement in America, one of their bedrock things is, like, and it, it's a difference of degree, but they're on a spectrum of federal government is bad. Other governments, as in state and local, that's that shit is cool. That shit can be cool. And at the very least, is acceptable. Acceptable. Like how Governor Abbott should have a right to fill the Rio Grande with razor wire or whatever. Yeah. The federal government has no right to tell him to not do that, apparently. So, but I think... We are talking about, and we're going to be talking about a couple other people. Someone who is very mentally ill, as we'll talk about. We have some, I think, some evidence uh, yeah. of that. And I think the $10 million, as I mentioned earlier, was a an interesting number because where, where did he come up with $10 million? Well, one thing that I saw immediately like proceeding was that he had previously tried to sue the U.S. government four times for <laughs> lending him money to go to college that's literally it folks i am not lying and then, uh, like what was his words he's like i'm an overeducated white man so because like he was pretty much was like and i'll have to, i'll try and find it real quick was like angry that he was given money and he wasn't given a job to be able to pay it back he got a degree in something to do with like agriculture. Agri, he wanted agribusiness. To, he wanted or to like go that. into agribusiness. He wanted to go into agroculture. So <laughs> he goes to college from like 2010 to 2014. He, he uh, um, what's it? Grad, graduates college, gets mm-hmm. his degree. I believe around this time, around sometime after that, he moves to Colorado. And at some point, he gets a job in some sort of like large company. I, I am assuming something related to the uh study that he went to uh, that he went to study at school uh and got a job and eventually sometime a few years later lost his job which is what ha- that happens that happens sometimes i don't know the background if he had had been like was this a guy who had been working during college and was he working had he worked in high school i'm not sure there's a quite a few amount of people who go to don't work a job at all until they leave yeah. college, which is insane to I me. I just can't wait to get more info coming out from his former coworkers and stuff. I hope someone yes. investigates because I'm sure from what else I know about the guy, like he probably got fired for being a freak. Yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, well, he, but yeah, he tried to sue the federal government four times for $10 million because he didn't get a well, now, wow. wasn't there also a thing where, like, everybody in Colorado was, like, what, he's got, like, a, you know, what, like, three or four different, like, restraining orders against him when he lived there? I didn't, I don't know anything about that. Oh, I thought I saw some like that. I, if that's the case, that's incredible. That makes total sense. Because, uh. No, I think that is. As is someone true, on yeah. Twitter point posted that I found, there's a specific email 
I have the, emails. I have it pulled up. Um, those emails? Yes, I have the emails pulled up. Yeah, what? So he, um, it was, it was in Colorado Springs. There were restraining orders from him, uh, filed or for him filed in 2017. Uh, three credit union employees said that he had sent them threatening messages and tried getting a two million dollar payout before he would publish a tell-all book about his perceived discrimination by the credit union. Uh, they describe how Moan threatened to, quote, precipitate a violent incident at their workplace that would cause police to, quote, brutally attack them. Um, wait, wait. Brutally attack the credit union? The credit union employees. <laughs> oh, that must be him <laughs> being honest. They're just like, like oh, shit, yeah, okay. He, I'm sure that's him being honest, like, oh, uh, I mean, they, they listen to what I tell them. They're going to, they, when they, once they hear what I say, yeah. they're going to attack you brutally. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he had, he had been a contractor for Microsoft and then. Yeah, he filed another lawsuit against. He filed several lawsuits. One of them was against Progressive Insurance because he worked there, and he said he was being discriminated against and persecuted there. Um, yeah. So this sounds like obviously a a big pattern where he thinks that. I mean, I feel like we've all seen this movie before with regards to like paranoid schizophrenia. Probably I can't really diagnose him, but um, and that's covered in the emails you mentioned. Um, yes, I will. Uh, let me pull up any some emails. Uh, there's someone on Twitter. I have I forgot. I cannot find the notification. I'm sorry. I've, I've, I've got their thing pulled up. You've got yeah. their thing. Yeah, there. It's somebody who is a founder of the label Orchid Tapes. Orchid Tapes had okay. shared emails that they used to apparently get all the time from Mr. Moan. I can read from some of them if you I have, like. I have the email pulled up. Okay. I can read it. Not- notable, just something on the top of the yeah. emails since I'm looking at it. It was <laughs> sent to this person and 94 other email addresses <laughs> at the same time. So he's Insane. emailing, like, ev- probably Googling, like, record label, music industry. Tape record label. Anything. Yeah. yeah literally good anything. records, and he's just blasting good shit records. out. Yeah, he's on goodrecords.biz. <laughs> he's trying, he's giving... If Man. you could Dude, get a hold of only music, would you release? He's given uh, my boy Jason a hard time. I'll have to talk to Jason about it. Yeah. Would you put? Would you put a, a ra- What's? Does he have an artist name, or was he just? No, Justin? Justin it's name. just yeah. Justin Moan. Yeah. Would you release a Justin Moan uh, mixtape? Uh, You'll have to ask the uh, CEO. So this is <laughs> this is what the email says. This is sent in February twenty first, two thousand eighteen. So this is about six years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, literally almost six years ago. New artist seeking representation. Justin Moan. Uh, parentheses. Message resent with pic and Facebook link. Dear record label slash record company slash label. <laughs> Good start. First of all, Killer incredible already. start. Yeah. And I think, as you mentioned, Jake, this is a guy who probably looked all this stuff up and, like, for how to do this. And it was probably, like, send an email to the record. This is how, what you should include. And... As you probably pointed out, it's like it probably mentioned somewhere that like, uh, don't send it to ninety four different record don't labels send it to at more the same than one time. People. Well, because he mentions that later on, he says yes. something along the lines of, "I know I wasn't supposed to send this to ninety four different people, but I have come so I have come by force to painfully accept the fact that there is widespread belief in America, in which some people idolize, worship, and sometimes wish to harm influential artists and politicians." Believing they are pagan like gods and goddesses due to both physical and mental attributes or else money or status. And I have come to accept the fact that I am one of the people worshipped or else persecuted no matter where I go. Amazing 
amazing start. Guy nobody's ever heard of. I've never heard of you. Jason, let's say our buddy Jason (laughs) gets this at Good Records. He's like, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm not familiar with your work. I'll have to give it a listen. This belief or perception of me has led to many dangerous living circumstances in two different states, including assault, stalking, the loss of all friends and family, and most recently a charge against an ex-employer pending a suit which could lead the EEOC to include IQ, education, status as an artist, and or youth as protected classes after I was fired from one of the biggest companies in America for being considered too educated and too ethical as a 26-year-old male artist for their business yeah, model they're gonna and culture. Yeah, they're going to make, the government's going to make IQ a protected class because Justin got fired for progressive for being too smart. And too ethical, too. And too ethical. Yeah, he was yeah, like, listen, this fuck? place is really corrupt. Yeah. I'm taking it down. I have also come to realize that it is usually, if not always, takes the help of a company or other entities for artists to succeed nowadays, both due to the model of the entertainment industry and due to the social interactions an artist encounters just for being an artist. Okay, that's like the first normal thing that like I kind of, it's like, okay, I, I get what he's saying. It's, like, it's still written in that weird, still written, kind that of weird. stilted way that crazy people write, but yeah. No AI here, guys. No, but it, that is uh, what is fun about the AI writing is it just sounds like one of these guys half the <laughs> yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I realize my life won't get easier in some categories if more people think I'm a celebrity than do locally, as one will find my Facebook page garnished with people calling me the most famous man in Colorado already. But I hope to be <laughs> able to afford to protect myself while I produce art for the people who are worshiping or else persecuting me, whether they are conscious of this or not. Many people already believe I'm going to be one of the next national or international stars, and so they will do anything to attach to me or else try to destroy my life so they won't even be more jealous. I've had to call the police on many people, including my own parents who flew across the country to mess with me and my car, trying to set in motion my demise. As soon as my fame spread from Colorado to Pennsylvania and I became the talk of my hometown of Pennsylvania, my life seems, to th- seems as though I'm the main character in a cult classic film. Man, like to be able to say that, and there is someone on Twitter who uh, I follow. That one guy, you follow him too, the Maxim Maximalist Records guy. Oh yeah, or whatever. what is the story with with him? I don't know. I told him that I, I, he's a fucking moron because he's just like, I gotta, I gotta pretend to be. I'm antisocial because I make music for antisocial people, and the general population wouldn't understand it. So I gotta psycho. be a freaking. I wanted to tell him, it's like, dude, you are. This guy is picks fights with like everybody and is really yeah. aggressive. And it's like you are you are the joke. You are a joker guy. You are like, have to tell Jason. To I'm not too twisted, to to man. Anymore. Like people just don't get in. It. It's like I wanted to be like, that's not how antisocial music works. Like a- a- the people that like antisocial music aren't antisocial. It's like you know that, right? You know that people like that like Gigi. You don't think it's like? Do you think everyone that likes Gigi Allen is like like Gigi Allen? It's like, do you think everybody listens to Antisocial by uh, this one band? Uh, uh, anthrax? <laughs> uh, no, but similar kind of, you know. It's like oh, a tool. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, anthrax, that band. Yeah, Anthrax the Chemical is a tool for, uh, <laughs> for killing politicians. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's another tool band. That, yeah. I mean, not the tool. The band Tool. Yeah, their yeah song you think anti-social, everyone that listens yeah. to that tool band is like that antisocial? I mean, I they are so. on that twisted psychopath shit. That's for sure. Tool is for sure. Yeah. So it's, I really, I want to tell this guy, like, dude, you are, you are like a Joker guy. And because uh, like, I don't think antisocial, it's like if you have, 
the ability to say that, it means you're not antisocial. You're just playing a role. Like he was like, Do you think I know don't know what I'm doing? And I wanted to be like, I think you think you do. But yeah. based upon your numbers, I don't think you do at all. But wait, so what kind of music does this guy paddle? I don't the, fucking the I don't even know because I'm not even gonna listen to it because it's like so there you, you go. Know what? There you go, bud. Every song probably sounds like opium for the masses by slipknot. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell Jason at uh, Good Records, our A&R clerk, to yeah. uh, disassociate from that guy because yeah. we, we like to make social music for people to have a good time with their friends. For social situations. Right. Let me uh, uh-huh. finish off this email. I also know it's unorthodox or impersonal to reach out to so many possible representations at once and that both my music and books have su- achieved little to commercial success, but I think it's only fair for me to reach out in such a manner to save me days or weeks of time writing personal messages especially since I have works in progress. Fucking and after idiot. everything I've been through, I'd like to hit my potential before anything worse happens. My life over the past couple of years has been a war because of the starstruck effect I have on everyone I come into contact with, <laughs> which could help form a mutually beneficial relationship between us. Getting heavy uh, Dennis Reynolds vibes. And then, like, he just talks about, like, his music. He's like, I have an album here, an album coming out soon. Uh, I use DistroKid, blah, blah, blah. But, yes, that is the... The idea that this guy is a just a right wing, a crazy right winger is like, boy. No, there's some other shit here. <laughs> now, I will say, else. I think um, it's just a unfortunately convenient thing that like there is a sort of a strain of the right wing in America, increasingly dominant one, which is very paranoid and yeah. kind of hinges on telling its potential followers that they're being persecuted by mysterious forces, um, basically. Oh, and yeah, it makes everyone paranoid. It, yeah, it's like catnip for people like this, which is kind of scary. But I do think he's, that he's clearly would be crazy anyway. Whether or not he would have chopped yeah. off his father's head is maybe not. Maybe but. not, but someone. He wouldn't sound kind of wacky, but we should listen to a song. We definitely should listen to a song. By this fella? By this fella. Which yes. one did you like the most? I mean, Wonky Honky was stuck in my head for a while, oh, but there's weird Probably ones. that one. That's a good one, I think. That's a wacky song. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I guess we could do that one. They Came for Justin Moan is good, too. That song. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's the one with like the weird, the, they're coming to take me away, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. actually. On second thought, I think that's a better Let's one. jam that. Let's jam out yes. They Came for Justin Moan off his album cold war waste no that's the you're thinking of the um justin stalkers i believe it's the album no no it's on it's on the oh is it on the yeah let me on the third album it is on the third album yeah um he's got a trilogy of albums and this i think that one came out in 2021 which i think is interesting because the first two albums are very weird and bizarre mm -hmm. but this one takes a more very specific political he's getting political here yep but I think that makes sense because of 2020 and the pandemic. The stolen exactly. election. The pandemic, the stolen, stolen election, election, and the BLM riots. Yeah. yeah. So Cold War Waste Town, it's called. Yeah. Uh, and this is the tune entitled They Came for Justin Moan. Yeah. They came for Justin Moan. Ah! They found him all alone. Was home. The communists had known what the Satanists had grown. It's idle to laugh. He had no real dad. He thought it very sad, but nobody was glad for the gifts he had. He had. They said that he was God. He thought it very. 
Sorry. Wow. Um, yeah, that shit. That was like scarier than I remembered. I remember it being pretty scary. And that was in like 2001. So this is like three years before anything happened. 2021. But yeah. Yeah. This is. The, the, what did I say? 2001. 2001. Okay. I'm. I'm no, done. You know okay. what I mean. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, I'd love to hear his second album, Kahlo Funkinrado. Oh wait, that one's up I too. I thought we that was the first one. Well, no, it says it says he's got a, a one before that from oh. 2017 called The Story of Humanity. Oh, I, I don't. That no, wasn't on Story streaming. of Humanity is an auto audio book. Oh, is oh, it, it is. Okay. Yeah, oh man, I want to hear that. I don't remember that. what it's about. I think it's like his weird quasi-religious shit. But um, I think it's important to know. I guess in 2018, he's saying that he lost all of his friends and family. Like no one is on his side. So that's insane. Like, yeah. and years have to come until. We we reach this part. So and by the way, he, he says he lost contact with his family, but like, I think he was living in their basement when he allegedly, you know, did this. Uh, yeah, thing that he allegedly did. So something happened since then. Who who knows? Yeah. But, oh no, the, the I mean, story of humanity that does appear to be an album, but okay. uh, I have not been able to. That one is. I think, I think it's not on streaming. I it's, think it's like a he made CDs of it. It was yeah. It used to be on. Amazon and it's not anymore. So that one is fully lo- lost media now. Thanks, um, Amazon. If, Fuck thanks. you. If anybody has any uh, leads on this or any other lost media type stuff, get a hold of us. But yeah, that one really went. I mean, so uh, to the earlier point about what's outsider music versus what's just like somebody making some twisted psychopath shit for art, that song especially. Up to like the song starts, and if I didn't know any better, I would think it was maybe in the second category. Like Tim said, kind of Primus vibes, like 
Maybe this is just a guy making a weird thing. Willy Wonka music. Willy I guess. Wonka music. Like I've heard people make stuff that sounds like the first verse of this. Uh, who weren't crazy people. I would say around the time where he's saying that the people coming for him think that he's God, around the time that he starts saying that he's God is probably when yeah. I would have concluded this is not just a guy trying to make some weird shit. Yeah, especially with all the stuff, songs previously, like the first song, Honky Wonky, about how he's just a weird white guy um, and he's like, persecuted for yeah him. oh yeah well, uh, i think a, a big thing to point out is how uh this guy definitely he was a big fan of himself oh yeah like, like narcissism he's he's a classic narcissist in this I'm, I'm just like looking at some of the song titles from like some of these albums like justin stalkers part one two and three justin moan the movie that's a song that's a good one i listened yeah. to that one like yeah. it, we, we we've talked about people i guess maybe some artists who are kind of we'll say Maybe a little full of themselves to a degree. Uh, the first thing that I can kind of come up with um, is maybe like Danzig, I guess. Sure. I mean, I've been listening to Jesus a lot this past week, and that has there's a song on there called "I Am a God." Yeah. So there's your another good example. There's yeah, uh, perfect. Great I mean, example, that's actually. that's where you would cross from being kind of full of yourself, like Danzig, into being a clinical narcissist. Is around the time that you're Kanye West is when you if you do that, <laughs> yeah. You know, see, here's the bad thing now. Like, I'm 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 not gonna lie that fuck that song we just listened to. Like, it, it, it it's a, it's an earworm. It's an of course. Oh, because well, it's so it's like very simple. Wonky and... honky was stuck in my head bad. Yeah, oh, I have that it sucks. Like it's weird. Lodged into my the brain. music is weird, and it, you know what else is interesting is because everything he wrote about it was his music is just him talking his crazy shit. Like, I don't know what the fuck is... I have no idea what he listened to. Like, I don't know what influences inspired this. Yeah. I could try nice to guess, to but I almost couldn't, I don't think. But Sounds I, like... He seems like a kind of guy who's, like, in the Disney soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. You know, yeah, like, he yeah. seems, like, kind of fucked. Yeah, I like Journey. <laughs> Dude, it probably Journey. is some shit. He's probably, like... I, my favorite band is OAR, and but then this <laughs> is the music that he makes. Like, probably. Yeah, dude, probably. I mean, that's... I think the interesting thing about like someone who does uh, allegedly a, a very heinous crime um, and the music they make, because, you know, people always want to say that people that, you know, oh, this guy's bad. He makes bad music that says bad stuff. But like he doesn't really say in his songs like. I'm gonna kill, cut your fucking head off. No. You know, it's See, not Cannibal Corpse. I like, or I mean, uh, Hassel Adkins, he can do that. He can write songs about <laughs> yeah. cutting heads off yeah. and putting them on his wall. Yeah. That's, an, it's an, that's a really, because he's an interesting artist. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Justin Moe, I don't know. Like, he's I an think interesting artist. I predict, this is, we, we haven't heard from like other people what he was like. And I th predicted, and I think I'm correct in my prediction, in that he was a guy at work that you almost didn't notice at all. He is boring and in the public sense, he was like away, you know, there was, yeah. but, and there was something off and it's uh -huh. like, oh yeah, I know, I knew that guy. It's kind of weird. And it sounds like he took that, you know, people not talking to him or people avoiding him thing is like, oh, wow, they're just so, um, they're overwhelmed by my presence. They're just, they're obsessed with me. 
Like, they can't even, they like, don't know what to say. And thinking about, like, all the things that he had, like, um, restraining orders against, that must be another thing. It's like, oh, these people want, these people want money from me or something like that. Or, like, they're, they're just denying me. They must be so mad how, like, how famous I am. It's kind of like some, like, delusion, like, feedback. Loop. Oh, it's definitely a delusion feedback. Like, there's one level of delusion. Like, I'm thinking about an unnamed friend of mine who works at an unnamed place, who had a coworker who uh, recorded a track that I think I showed both you guys yes. that was very, very bad. And uh, this unnamed person it told me that this guy was like really talking, very full of himself, talking himself up as a musician and how talented he is and big singer, whatever. And then he showed that to them and people were like, what the fuck is this? So that's like one level of delusion. The next level is where you're inferring i i think probably correctly where this guy is where like no he did not show this to his coworkers. like no but he thought that they already knew about it because he thought how could they not because he's god because he's god yeah he develops into this and who knows when the god thing came i mean in that califunkerado thing he was like talking about being got like a god or something like that too well do we know how old this guy was what is he like our 33 age? i think I thought he was yeah. Really <laughs> yeah, my cat that Jackie kind of... is down here, and I, I thought she might start some trouble. But she, it she needs to bad. stop doing that because that's the second time now. I'll Jeez, put her in. I'll put her in my room in a second because she will probably keep doing that. She likes to do that. Uh, yeah, this guy, in addition to he's got his militia thing. He had said that he was the leader of all the militias in the United States, which is really Moan's funny militia because those uh, they're they're like mostly led by guys that are probably named like crayfish or some shit like probably would like not want to take dad. orders from that kid not like, want to even talk who to him, are man. you who yeah. are you yeah. yeah they'd be like who's this soy man none of us have ever heard of you in our lives and he's like what i've been i've been sending my thoughts into your brains every day the last eight years i mean this guy he does he strikes me as like this is a guy who makes like the soy face on youtube thumbnails i mean he's doing it on the one album cover Oh, the uh, Justin Stalker. Stalk yeah, one, he's right? soy facing about the fact that he has stalkers. Like a, that's like also a monkey, apparently. Yes, or yeah. Bigfoot or whatever. Yeah, no, it's a creepy cover. I love this shit, dude. I I gotta figure out how to archive all his music because this I like live for shit like this. But, I mean, on that album, he's got a song about his like parents, like Mommyist mom, to communist. No, oh like that, that, and he's got um the song Why, which is not a, unfortunately not a discharge cover. But uh, yeah, it's about like his parents like disowning him or something like that. So it's like why, all why, the stuff why, with mom, his parents why? like had pre predated all the stuff. See, they and, even like, had enough. Yeah, I don't. Again, it's like the thing. It's like I don't think he was. He's not a right. He's not just like a right wing MAGA fucking guy. Because there's oh yeah, there was that that post on Facebook that someone found about how he was. I should I should find it because it's I think it's important. No, it's not. How, yeah. No, I mean, the political shit, shit, you do start to hear it on that last song we heard. He says something about how could the communists have known what the Satanists had grown inside a little lab, which I think, I guess he's talking about himself. Maybe. Yeah. The lyrics are or written. Or COVID, maybe? Because think yeah, about it. Yeah, no, you right. China. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, okay, here's something from maybe. July 3rd, 2018. Um, there's, not, there's not even such thing as America anymore. There's a civil war between Justin Moan and his followers versus the cult, America, as is secretly focusing and revolving around me, such a such that the cult is trying to hide me and kill me while empowering the cult and using the media as a distraction. The cult being America, the country of This America. is on his Facebook? Some I believe so. Did anyone comment on this? Like did uh, anyone said six shares and it's the, the person it was shared and someone says this that guy on Twitter, Chris 
I think it's on Twitter or somewhere. It's like, who's in Justin Moan's cult support group and how can I get involved? Hashtag Moan Bomb. Uh, but I'm going to keep going. Nobody thinks it's odd that I'm suing one of the biggest companies in America due to a default cult belief that I am the second coming king of Earth. I mean, mayor slash uh, hashtag Southers and government, governor hashtag Hickenlooper are literally about to go to jail for the rest of their lives after I sue them for everything they own due to allegiance to a cult who thinks I'm God. Even my own family unholds his cult belief and is willing to go to jail to prove it. Donald so he's saying Trump, that the people who oppose him are cult members? Are cult that? members who believe he is the second coming of God, the people who Jesus. oppose him? Because I thought what he yeah, was saying. Yeah, I'm getting mixed. I think what it's, he, yeah, it's weird, what, right? What, what, the, what I got from that is he believes there's two cults. There's his cult that believes he's God, and then there's the cult like the America of cult. America. Yeah. But maybe, that's, maybe it's more twisted There's a that. civil war between Justin Moan and his followers versus the cult. America is secretly focusing revolving around me such that the cult is trying to hide me and kill me while empowering the cult and using media as a distraction. Um, okay, yeah, so um, even my own family upholds his cult belief and is willing to go to jail to prove it. Donald, hashtag Trump, if this does not get fixed ASAP, then you will also be in jail for the rest of your life after I sue you for everything you own. That's not a threat. That's a promise, bitch. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know any MAGA guys who are like, I'm suing Donald Trump if he doesn't do this, uh, and he's going to go to jail forever. No, Which, I, I like how he something thinks... that happens when you get sued. I like how he thinks yeah. suing people means they go to jail. Oh, like, yeah, that's yeah. Not for, how it works. for the rest of their lives. Honestly, I think a lot of Americans probably think that people don't know anything. I'm sue you. I've, like, talked to people who've, like, seemed to have, from what they were saying, seemed to be it's under like, the impression that's how it works. Suing is, like, oh, that's, like, monetary. Yeah, it's civil court. Civil. It's, I mean,. Yeah, he was. I will say he's he doesn't sound anti-Trump though. I've heard shit like this. No, he do, he's not like anti-Trump. I can't think of it because ex- obviously Trump can do something for yeah, you. Yeah, I can't think of an example of time man, but I've encountered this before. Where like the really crazy right wingers with real wacky beliefs, they'll you can tell they're not like Trump cheerleaders, but you can tell they're sympathetic to them because other politicians they would just be like, "You're going to jail. I'm going to kill you. Whatever." Trump, they'll address him that exact same way. They're like, "Listen, President Trump." Listen, I know you're listening because I, I kind of like you. I think you're all right. But if you don't do this insane thing that I'm obsessed with, it's all over. I'm, I'm not never, voting for you ever I'm again. Not gonna, I'm not allowed to vote, but I'm not making a Facebook post about how you're kind of cool ever again. <laughs> like, I've seen this before. I mean, my favorite part of that is the ending where he's like, that's not a threat. That's a promise, bitch. Yeah, that's really funny. Like, I mean, Trump's Trump been indicted, like, what, t- 12 times now? And it's probably yeah. all because going to jail. the cult members behind the scenes are trying to do Justin's bidding. And the Justin Gotta is, be. I mean, I do love the, we, you don't really see the I am, I am God kind of really that much. Oh, it's, it's I mean, like, that's... That's for sure, like, oh, that's, like, the craziest. That's some OG yeah, kind of shit. some OG shit. Yeah, I mean, aside from that good Kanye West song, it's not something I encounter very often. Yeah. I mean, that, there's, it reminds me of the South Park episode where Cartman thinks he's a psychic. Oh, yeah. And he gets <laughs> captured by, the like, the crazy guy, and, like, the cops are like, oh, so, well, what's your name, sir? And he's like, God. And they're like, oh, okay, Mr. God. <laughs> Let's, can we take a quick break and yeah. come back? Yeah, he's a wonky honky walking down the street. He looks like a junkie cause his arms touch his feet. 
and his pockets are clunky, but he ain't packing heat. Yeah, he's walking funky, in his head there's a beat. Is he a redneck? No. Is he white trash? No. Is he a wasp? No. Is he a racist? No. What is he? He's a walkie hoggy A wonky-onky. 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 Alright, and we're back. I got a glass of water because my voice sounded fucked up. Yeah, we were smoking so much freaking weed. Yeah, that's what could have been what did it. It was be you guys we smoking that weed. Fucking dry mouth, you know, cotton mouth. Yeah, a couple of cotton balls. But I I think we wanted to touch a little bit on other people who maybe have committed uh some heinous acts. Yeah, some murderific of their acts. own. Murderous musicians. Specifically like people for whom like uh they were musicians first like not not like there are definitely uh in particular rap artists i like who killed people but they were you know that was like gang related and was kind of just part of the same thing the rapping that it's yeah. not in their pathology just kind of more like uh oh i had to do this right circumstances and yeah. and then their their social settings uh and it's not like we're not talking about like uh what's his face who tried to kill reagan uh that guy was he, oh uh, he John, John Hinckley. Oh John yeah, Hinkley. I Not forgot that, that he stuff. made music. Well, yeah, he does make. Music. He did. He he makes music. Currently. He makes music now. He's he's a, he's still in jail, isn't he? No, he's out. He's, out he's now. been out for he's a few trying years. To do shows, yeah, yeah, and people won't let him, which is weird because it's like, uh, isn't it good that he almost tried to kill Reagan? Also, he served his time. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like I don't think he's trying to impress Jodie Foster anymore. So. No. No, I think I love the quote from her where she was like, "I mean, to be honest, I was kind of impressed." (laughs) (laughs) Like, right? Because she's probably she probably didn't vote for Ronald Reagan. No, probably not. Maybe she did. I don't know. As we mentioned, you know, some of these outsider artists, music artists that we are fans of and people maybe are familiar with, didn't really end up uh, doing any of the stuff that uh, uh, Sir Justin. Sir Justin. Sir Justin. He's not. He's not. He has been knighted. Uh, Mr. Justin (laughs) Moan. Uh, and I can't think of any that killed people. I'm pretty up on upsider music, out, upsider, outsider music, and no, no one killed anybody. Like, but the, yeah, there are people that have killed people that uh, have made music. Yes, uh, I think a couple off the top of our head, we can bring up uh, the guy from Fang. I think Sammy, many people, yeah, Sammy. Yes, he uh, wanted he, yeah, uh, he was a he murdered his girlfriend. He was, uh, I think he was like running an acid business, a legal mm-hmm. acid business. Uh, I'm sure he was dipping into his product because he, he, I, from what I read in articles, he was uh, paranoid. He thought his girlfriend was, um, I don't know, I think like trying to get one over on him, yeah, or with, like, like join like another acid seller guy, and, another dealer. Uh, according to the article I read, uh, he crushed her neck with his bare hands. So brutal, and it's crazy because uh, we saw him. We did actually. We, we saw did. Fang. We uh, it was like two thousand nine. Yeah, uh, we, it was verbal yeah, abuse. I, I verbal abuse. Fang that was casualties. Yeah, that was that was. They were really sick, and we had to leave like during capitalist capitalist casualties, which is a bummer. But it's nice to know that we saw one of the OG power balance bands. Uh, that is true. Yeah, I mean, because who else have we seen? We saw them. 
despise you. Oh, we've seen despise. I wouldn't say they're an OG Power Violence band. They started no? like a little after. Well, I, the, so the OG Power Violence bands I take from the song Hispanic Spellman Power by Man's Bastard. Man's Bastard. Kappa's Casualties. No Comment. Man Pig. Crossed Out. West Coast Power Violence. Let's fucking go. Those are the five bands that he mentioned. One band not mentioned there, Infest. Because at the time they wrote that Infest had broken up because they were doing Man Pig, which they ended up never really recording anything until, or it didn't come out until much later. But regardless, yes, Fang Guy killed someone. And I remember someone getting naked uh, while they were played. Not the singer. Someone like took. Oh, these yeah. Pants it was like off. some, like, it was like. I went crazy. I remember that. It was like an older guy with like blue hair. And he like took all of his clothes off and was like running around in the. the yeah. Which is kind of funny because even 2009, it's like, bro, what are you doing? What is, it was really just like, what is going on? Yeah, it's like <laughs> he we was like, like the only 17. one doing that for them, too. It's like, yeah, no one, no one was going super crazy, but unless that was like their guy who, like their, their roadie guy who's like, oh, yeah, if like nobody's doing anything, get out there, take your dick take out, and run around in a circle with your blue hair. But uh, the music of Fang is pretty is great. I mean, we've covered uh, it's Money Will Roll Right In before yeah. with our band Leaking Head. It's good, kind of sludgy, like in the just not in, it's in the genre, but is in it sounds like a bunch of muck. Yeah, uh, kind of very drugged out sounding. I'll say that like woozy sounding uh, punk rock from the 80s. You know, makes sense when you get songs like, you know, Fun With Acid and uh, Skinhead oh, yeah. Smoke Dope. and Yeah. Uh, Drunk and crazy, you know. Destroy the handicapped, you know. Yes. Yeah, and it there was yeah, it was San Francisco, right? Like they they're a lot of drugs in that scene back then, uh, and including acid and I I know methamphetamine was big in Frisco at the time. But uh not, you know, I wouldn't say you know, uh punk rock, like it did attract antisocial personalities to some degree, as you'd expect, given the tabloid image of it and kind of just elements of the genre that we've covered before. I mean, as far as fan goes though, it's like, I don't think you would listen to that and then, you know, think, um, Oh yeah, this sounds like, like, you know, this was made by like a murderer. No, no I would think, it, I would think it was made by drug users. And yeah, absolutely. There may yeah. be some over generates there's, and there's certainly overlap there, especially when you get into like drug dealing and shit. Yeah. Uh, and famously, another death in the punk rock realm that was someone who was charged with murder was Sid Vicious, uh, was charged or arrest, not charged, arrested for murdering his girlfriend, Nancy Spungen, but he died before he went to trial. And uh, there are some pretty credible theories that he didn't do it. And there was this drug dealer guy that they knew. We're never actually going to know. But yeah, that's more of an alleged, yeah, widely allegedly. established in pop culture that he had done it. Uh, again, we'll never know, but that's the kind of yeah. stuff that can happen with with uh, in drug world. People, people, uh, people die. People yeah, die that. sometimes. Yeah. So you know happens. what? I, I you know want to say congratulations to anyone that has not done any drugs, or ever been hooked on uh, heroin or acid or meth or anything like hooked that. Hooked on acid. That or, sounds you know, funny. Uh, I don't know. Some people get hooked on acid. I mean, Fang guy he probably was a little too crazy with he it. He was probably. It will make yeah. you really stupid um, if you do it too much. So if you've never done a single drug or never got hooked on a drug, <laughs> shout out. You know? Not only yeah. stupid, well, but also probably very annoying, too. Yeah. 
It can't, it's, oh, I don't dude. understand it. I don't understand what people wanting to do acid all the time. I think it's good. Seems annoying. It's great as like a brain enema. Like I think doing it once every couple of years, probably everybody should do that. But I mean, um, I've, I've said this before I mean, on the podcast, but it, like if I was like, if someone's like Tyler, you got to drive for 24 hours, man. Yeah. We have to go to, I don't know, Texas and it's like 9 PM and you can't stop or something like that. You can't really stop. I think. I wouldn't. People love to. Oh, give me some uppers. I'll stay up. I'll, I'll be able to do it all night. I'm. I'm like, give me a little bit of acid. That well, shit yeah, has, has my brain fucking just running. It has the a stimulant time. effect. It can, yeah, which can lead to, yeah. That that's it, it, in terms of murders. Like, uh, I mean, this Sid Vicious one isn't like this, but I mean, like at Altamont with the Hell's Angels and shit. Like the big story with that was always. Um, the Rolling Stones concert. Yeah, the, oh, the, the Illuminati murder. Illuminati murder. Uh, he, uh, you know, in w- w- California where they were playing, you know, in contrast to Woodstock, New York, uh, methamphetamine was really big. And, like, that uppers especially can make you aggressive. Your temper can run very high. Uh, sure, the more- things that stop the logic in your brain tend to not work necessarily as maybe quickly mm. and uh you or know, they or, or or no the your the things that run the logic in your brain if anything can with speed can well if you if you're not it's not so much that they stop working it's just if you haven't slept they might work kind of funny or they work too good and you can logic Come, your way into thinking i have to kill this person yeah. it's uh, working overtime and it, it gets you to the it, to the wrong conclusion the part that stops you from killing someone isn't really the logic part of your brain it's like the empathy part or yeah. the i don't want to kill people part and if you're just running on the logic part, that can, uh, that can be a problem. So yeah, uppers yeah. especially that that can was associated with violence in California. I mean, we meant uh, we haven't talked about it, but uh, Charles Manson, uh, yeah, a man who did not actually murder, but let two people murder, but was also uh, very uh, well known, I guess. Not very well known, but known in the music business. Had friends in the music business, uh, most famously with the, uh, the Beach, Beach Boys. Boys. Well, specifically with Dennis, Dennis Wilson. His buddy Dennis was trying to set him up with a music career for his folk songs. Uh, apparently, when he got Charlie in the studio, it went about as you'd expect. He was not someone who could play music with other people, play in time, play to a fucking... Yeah, he's, Charles Manson is going to play to a metronome. Like, yeah, it's yeah. happening, but... That's, I mean, that's kind of, I think... A th- thing about outsider music too is the uh, is the isolation from like other people yeah like, you you can't like who uh, willis did have like backing bands i think in yeah. some degrees and so did daniel johnston but there is i do remember reading stuff about like the difficulties of like recording with like daniel johnston i'm sure it was very difficult i mean i in that in songs in the key is the book they cover Captain Beefheart in there and his backing oh band. Gosh. I mean that the the Trout Mask replica thing is like fucked up. I mean he like brainwashed those people and made them live in a trailer and live on like a couple bowls of rice a day so that they could memorize a bunch of shit that doesn't make any sense and play it perfectly. Yeah. But uh Charles Manson's music I do like. I mean it's his shit is not that like weird sounding. It just sounds kind of like 60s folk music. Um but it's got that you know knowing what we know now. Yes. Uh, you know, probably makes it sound a little sinister. Sounds a little sinister, yeah, but less so than you might expect. You know, um, like Justin Moan. And like, not like that, no. You know, maybe getting back to the whole acid thing, too, it's like, how do we know that these guys aren't getting MK Ultra? 
And, you know, that's ma- that's, that's why they kill people. That was my first thought on Justin Moan, because the videos of him talking and shit. Oh, yeah, he seems out of it. He seems yeah. out of it and not in a, like, but he's, like, sharp, you know? Yeah. And I believe the police have, I saw a news story, I think the police have found him to have been of, quote, of sound, sound mind, mind, meaning simply that, not that he isn't, crazy not that he's not mentally ill it's not the same thing it's the of sound mind thing he's, is he's not like he, he, you know, uh, unlike for instance sammy from fang uh he justin moan knew what he was doing like yeah his his he's not in touch with reality like his premises for what he's doing are wrong but in terms of legally and, and shit, it's a question of, like, did you understand what you were doing? With the, did you understand the potential consequences of your actions, that kind of stuff? Uh-huh. He was all good with that. And this way in which he was sort of... He comes across as very lucid, but everything he's saying is crazy. That, that to me, comes off as very, like, yeah, MK Ultra like, brainwashed, like, something got programmed into him. So that, I'm, I'm sympathetic to that theory with him, and, and maybe with Manson, too. Although he was a little wackier. Manson's mannerisms and shit were kind of crazy. But... He, he went through a lot of crazy shit too, he when did, he was yeah. growing up uh, in the prison. Or not, not prison, but like the detention centers. You, right, stuff, right, right, right. Yeah, and they did, they did do like Fucked experiments up. on him and shit. Um, I remember one from when we were kids was when Phil Spector fucking got charged with murder. Yeah. Famous yeah. pop music producer, one of the most important pop music producers what, he, ever. Like, he killed his wife or something? Yes, yeah. A... Was it his wife? I think it was. I thought it was yeah. like an assistant or something like that. Oh, actually, I think I think that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. I think there's allegations that he there's 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 yeah. rumors or theories about him killing other people, but that was the one he got charged well, with. Well, I mean, wasn't that guy known for like he like sh- like holding people up at like gunpoint? Like he the did Ramones that to the Ramones. Yeah, I don't know if he did that with other people. I'm not a Phil Spector expert. That wouldn't surprise me if he did that to other people. I know he did that to the Ramones. Now, granted, who's that one singer dealing with those guys? Aretha for Franklin a week. that he worked with. Was it her, or am no, I thinking I th- of something else? I uh, think it was, th- a, it was di- uh, not. I think he Diane. did, he held up at least another group or somebody with, at, like, gunpoint that wasn't but like, Ramones. A, at least, I know a big thing was making, like, artists, like, all right, 80th take. Yeah, like, no, he did that, We're yeah. going to do this, and that, obviously, making the Ramones do fucking uh, end of the century. I think that's the album, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Like f- 300 times. All right, do this guitar part again. Probably would make them go insane when, especially coming from the punk world. Not that they're like, yeah, we love to be sloppy and we suck. I mean, those abs- pretty much kind of maybe the opposite in a way with that band. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Oh, the 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 woman that Phil Spector killed was a actress named Lana actress. Jean Clarkson. Okay. But no, he, yeah, that guy was wacky no it was least. it was it was so he had been um married to the uh lady from the ronettes uh ronnie bennett the yeah girl group from the 60s mm-hmm. great group and uh yeah she alleged that he was had quote imprisoned her in their mansion and like psychologically tortured her and uh i mean yeah in the 70s she like escaped from there with no fucking shoes on so, yeah, this oh, has been going on for uh, a while. Yeah, here, I found a list of, like, five artists uh, reportedly held at gunpoint by Phil Spector. John Lennon, Leonard Jeez. Cohen, Jeez. Deborah Harry, the Ramones, and also Ronnie Spector, his wife. Wow. 
What a fucking psycho. Psycho. And he made a lot of great beloved music, and you would have never known. I mean, and I he had a crazy haircut. He, yes. yes. He was the producer in that case, though. He wasn't performing. Yes, not, not notably, a musician, so Notably. Okay. Um, but, but, like, almost in a... That's kind of, like, a very opposite thing, because... Yeah, That's he more was like a power. He was thing. in the fucking industry. He like was the industry. Yeah, totally. He was working in like the late fifties, yeah. right? And like he was like making fucking hits. Yeah, no, different different situation and different pathology. I think it clearly is some kind of I don't, know, I don't know if I can diagnose the guy, but yeah, a power thing, a control that thing. That seems definitely like, a, oh, I'm going to throw my weight around. I'm going to like, you know, put, I'm going to take these people's lives into my own hands. Yeah. Seems like maybe he had like, I don't know about sociopathy, but so, something along those lines, like a murdery kind of thing, but also OCD. I mean, his production style says OCD to me. Um, oh, he, yeah, right. Because he kind of strikes me as like, oh, we got to get this done. Yeah, they're making him yeah. do a million takes yeah. like which i think having a little ocd is good for a producer but also bad it's like a it's like a superpower that makes your life worse and it will make other people miserable but it can't be useful but like yeah that was probably that that coupled with some kind of other personality disorder for mm-hmm. specter that's just scary dude it's crazy perfect role for him producer yeah uh also want to mention maybe a, a definitely crazy kind of thing uh Guy Joe Franklin, Franklin, F R A N K U L I N, from the band Goat Lord, who uh, guitarist uh, Goat Lord. Uh, I, I don't know if we ever mentioned them on the Black Metal episode, but I, guess I don't think we did. They're kind of like an important underground band from the late '80s and early '90s. Uh, album Reflections of the Solstice, probably one of the first. Uh, it was like the first band, maybe I don't know if they. Were, I would call them the first, but like. One of the first to do the uh, like the black doom metal hybrid. Yeah. How is his name last name spelled again? It's like Franklin with a U in between. That's Franklin. That is the craziest shit we've talked about this whole episode. <laughs> is having your name Franklin be spelled like that? Franklin. It does look. It does look ridiculous. That is wild. Yeah. Come on, just get rid of that U. Yeah, get rid of the U, you fucking idiot. But uh, he, <laughs> uh, he kid, he killed a neighbor. And then kidnapped one of her sons. And then killed him. Killed him and, and then, then killed, killed himself. himself. And he apparently, apparently the year prior, they were going to, so Nuclear War Now had uh, reissued a couple of their, I think their two albums. Yeah, they had a, maybe a f- some like demos. I think, I believe they asked them to play a festival in Germany. Yeah, the, uh, whatever. Whatever, the, Nuclear the, War Now Fest. Nuclear War Now Fest, I forgot what it's called. Uh, that they have in Berlin, I believe, once a year, every other year, and uh, they weren't able to do it. And he, I think, he was very much looking forward to it, uh, which would have been kind of cool. Seems like something that would have maybe pushed him over the edge. Yeah, I because who knows? Like apparently, I read something about how like he was kind of a nice guy, like built like bike ramps for like skate ramps for kids. Uh, people knew him, like maybe kind of a weird guy, maybe kind of broke or something like that. But like, yeah, nothing. Like as far as I know, uh, no, like oh, he had been, he had a laundry list of like assault and like you yeah, know like, like captured children charges or anything like that. No, and he just I guess snapped and like we'll never probably know. Maybe there's some information that I don't know where he had a whole manifesto, but uh, it's very weird. And I mean, Goat Lord, pretty sick band. So I I think if fans of death metal should, if you've never heard of them, which you might not have. Should maybe check them out. I think we're getting closer yeah, more to the uh, 
the 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 side of the spectrum here where it's like oh the music starts sounding more like a little bit you know oh there's some red flags going on here well yeah hit the the go lord shit is pretty like weird sounding and on top of that just the genre itself like obviously most people who are into extreme music are not mentally insane in that way certainly not to the point where harm people but it's more like likely to maybe select for people who have mental problems of some kind just yeah. by virtue of the fact that it's not like normal music and you know the uh, fixation on some of the morbid themes if you're someone who you know was pathologically fixated that on that anyway you're maybe more likely to be drawn towards that than you know some other kind of music yeah maybe maybe not but i mean maybe. i think that's why like metal has had such like a big thing in the last like 20 years of trying to like polish its image a little bit try and get off the uh no no we're all nice guys hey, listen yeah. no i mean you might it might look like all our songs are about you know murdering and butchering women but we're all cool and yeah. like it's funny because like there are are people that think still to this day that if you write songs about killing like women, for instance, that you're a bad person. And it's like, but then, I mean, we were talking about this earlier. It goes the other way, the opposite way. Like, you know, you see people complaining about carnivore being like, you know, too racialist or like, you know, inflammatory. But then at the same time, they're like, Oh yeah. You know, I mean, of course I'll listen to baby killer by devour. Yeah. It's like, let's see some, a little consistency here. You know, yeah, and but like also like I don't think anyone in environments like probably a bad guy. I don't. I don't think anybody also, in environment has killed a baby. I would imagine. No, I don't. Or you know, fucked a woman's head off, or or anal electrocution, or electrocution, <laughs> anally electrocuted someone, or <laughs> has produced some sort of festering vomitous mass. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. It's like I don't. I don't. I guess the point we're trying to maybe at least I'm trying to make is that like there doesn't seem to be a relationship between music and like what a person can do because there are a million death metal bands and almost none of them have ever murdered i mean think about it they probably have less bodies than some you know rappers uh, i mean look at look at snoop dogg but that i think snoop dogg he's like one of the biggest fucking rappers and he allegedly well he got off he got off on it but i i feel like he pretty much did admit that he murdered somebody but again, I think that is more of a reflection of like a social situation and like, yeah, like your social circumstances and the people you're around more so than the yeah, actual music. It was, it was our, that was like you know that wasn't going to be that influences in but his pathology. That influences what music people are into too, to some extent. Though. Yeah, because like the other example of a murderous musician I did want to mention because it is one of the crazier, more fucked up stories is uh, the horrorcore rapper Psycho Sam, who was, I think he was 20, and he murdered his then 17-year-old girlfriend, who he had, like, met her on MySpace, and uh, they yeah, started talking. Yeah, he was from, like, what? He was from, like, California, and this girl was from, like, Virginia She was in Virginia, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole, more Baby of a story girl, we could. I'm going to drive over there to hang out with you. There's a lot of interesting details. You can't get into all of them, but they started, they started talking on MySpace. He met her, and her, like, parents and her friend or one of her parents and then they went to some horrorcore festival and this girl classic you know he didn't look like his myspace photos he looked even shittier yeah with his red hair and his fucking he was short and looked like a looked like a horrorcore rapper that yep. we would like make fun some of guy on here lives in a trailer park yeah 
and then he ended up uh, he was pissed off about her kind of not being interested in him anymore because he thought they were an exclusive couple and he murdered I think it was her uh the mom and dad her one of her friends um her dad and, her dad. and I think maybe her like stepmom I want to say okay. or no wait uh yeah, I think maybe both. Yeah, looks like both of of this uh this poor girl's fucking parents. He like broke into the house and I think mauled everybody to death with a hammer. Um, and you listen to that guy's music, it's like, yeah, I mean, he has an EP called "I Kill People for Real." Now that kind of shit in horrorcore is kind of standard, but also, and I haven't, I don't have statistics on this. I can't prove this. I'm stereotyping. But I feel like we all have a general idea of like who was into horrorcore in like two thousand nine. Yep. And demographically, if you look at the demographics of who's into horrorcore, like really into it at that point, enough to be making music, possibly without having a real job, like versus who's into death metal, like you would expect there. I'm not gonna say more murders, but more social problems. Like yeah, you're talking about people who come sense. from social circumstances where like, you know, they, maybe they like if if you you were like fucking uh, people who are maybe not the most likely to like go to therapy if they're having these thoughts. So they're making this shitty music any instead. People who Whereas, have no like, idea what that word even means. They don't know what it means. Whereas like people who are into death metal are maybe more likely to be people who might go to therapy. Yeah. E- even in the 90s, maybe like especially since. Or they come from like middle class suburban. Well, that's homes what I'm saying. Or, like, yeah, decent like city homes or something like that. Or or maybe they have like a solid like social say social net, you know, and people they know and friends. Like, again, that's I think the live music aspect of it is important too. Because totally, you go, so like, important. All right, we're going to so the fucking important. death metal concert. We're going to the fucking hardcore punk concert. We're going to the, har- the horror core. We're going show. to the metalcore show. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, and makes that's something fucking that can, difference. That's something that could happen like every week, as opposed to just like, oh, there's one horror core festival, and you're making music by yourself. And also, it's kind of so. It's like the black metal of rap. Think about kind it. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And like fucking. If you tr- are making death I mean, metal why, music why is too, it, why does it got to be black metal? Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I pl- I play. <laughs> I mean, me- they wear they wear corpse paint. You know, the <laughs> juggalos. I, I play like rock music with other people, and it, it does necessitate a certain amount of having your shit together. Like, I have to have a guitar. I have to be able to play it. I have to have certain skills, and uh, I have to be able to work with at least three other people. So, like, that selects for a certain degree of, like, social normalcy or functionality. Yeah. Um, whereas any kind of music you can make on your own, you mentioned Hazel Adkins, that, I mean, he he did, he did was a good guy, I think. I, well, I he mean, got murdered. He didn't kill anybody. Yeah, he got murdered. He got murdered by some fucking piece of shit by, kid by who ran him over with, like, kid. a four-wheeler. Yeah. And Hazel Adkins, for those that don't know, he played uh, most of, I think, uh, some of his records, maybe most of his records, every instrument. Yeah. At the same time. Which is, that's, that's insane. He sang, play guitar, and then use his feet to play drums. Yes. I heard that he started doing that because he got an Elvis Presley record and like Hank Williams records. And there was only one name on the records. Just said Elvis Presley. So yeah. he thought that Elvis was doing that. It's all awesome. by himself yeah. at once. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. His music is pretty cool. Too. No, his music is, is very cool. But yeah, I mean. All this stuff is interconnected, you know, it's the music, it's easy to like hear it in a vacuum, but what you're into and what you, you know, I, it's, it's kind of like, 
because there's there's a line that I've been tempted to take before of like music doesn't influence you, it doesn't influence your thinking, it doesn't matter what music you listen to, and it's kind of true, but also like it's kind of not like because if you listen to uh, like of course my music I like has influenced me, like I fucking didn't go away to college when I graduated because I wanted to play in a punk band, like. I think, and also, if you just anything you could media you consume all day long every day is going to influence you in some way. Like it always happens. But also, your circumstances influence what media you gravitate towards. So it is a feedback loop. I think you're correct, but I think the thing that we're not talking about, we were just talking about. I think the social, the social, goddamn, social aspect is very important. So if you're listening to we'll say death metal, black metal, stuff like that. Okay, normal. I mean, not normal, but like, all right, I understand that. Like, listen to Cannibal Corpse, listening to Nile and stuff like that, and then maybe someone shows you uh, Grandpa Lowe's Key. Key. Uh, and then, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. I kind of like this. It's kind of weird. Uh, I guess I'm, I haven't really thought about anti-Semitism or anything like that before. Okay. And then someone shows you Pest Noir. Oh, okay. And, and then even further then, down the line, they show you Death in June. Death in June or something like that. So I I think, and then maybe you're seeing stuff on the news and then, uh, and then maybe, you don't have, maybe you don't have a lot of friends. So you start like talking to your online friends and they're showing you all this kind of stuff, music, and you're kind of like giving each other like a feedback loop. Well, or you have friends who are in the same spot you're in yeah, and they're doing the same thing. And that kind of, and then. Now you kind of gravitate towards this maybe uh, Kanye West, uh, right right wing yeah, political West, belief, yeah. and now you're an NSBM fan, like yeah, aka a Kanye West fan, aka yeah, exactly. Uh, now you're listening to Absurd and telling people it's good when uh, we all know it's not. We all know Absurd is not that good. not very good. They have that one good song about being a bandit in the woods. It's pretty good. A bandit. Oh in yeah, the they, woods? They, they, remember that? Remember that song about like being in the being like a bandit in the woods? Is that the and, like, one killing... from like it came from like a weird was like the 2005 album or something? Yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah, but I, that was like the only like, song I've heard of straight them. Straight up, it's like this is oh, this yeah. is kind of good. They fucking as killed a song. A, they killed a kid too. They yeah, famously, they did. Yeah, <laughs> absurd oh, killed wow, someone. Yeah, before they started playing black metal, I think it was when they were like an RAC band. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean music. Like I said, I just don't. I I've especially as I get older, I kind of reject the idea that. You can separate music from anything else because it is made by people, but yeah. it's not all the same in any in any circumstance. Uh, and yeah, I don't, I it, but really among all the people we talked about today, and if you listen to what their music sounds like, none of it sounds like Justin Moan's music, which is why no. I'm fucking fascinated. I have never heard anything else that sounds like that, and it is a product of yeah extreme isolation. I think. Yeah. And also like I mean it sounds like cuz I've never f- I've seen of several of his social media posts and shit. I saw his fucking shit he sent to that label. I haven't seen him talk about music at all other than saying that he's a famous musician. Like when you yeah. send a fucking press release to somebody you're supposed to say what kind of music you play. That's kind of all you're supposed to say. He just makes music. Yeah. And it comes across like it is a a guy who's not making music because he likes music. He's making music because his vision of himself includes him making music. And we found musicians like that before. That's kind of a local music type of guy to some extent. A little bit. I know what you mean. A little bit. There's a singer-songwriter from Buffalo we're fans of that's like almost a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, That guy's awesome. Yeah, that guy 
who made the anti-bullying song is awesome. But like, this is like just like an evil version of that type of guy, K- no. kind of. Yeah, now that you say it, because like you know what that guy has that uh, Justin Moan doesn't have. He has like the social thing. Or he, he was like trying to like, all right, these are some like underground artists that maybe right, right, right. He's, to. he's in a scene. Yeah, Justin would never do that. And he's also not like I'm God and the president in one. No, no, no. Um, how about I got a question about outsider? Is uh the guy who does that song rectangular? What would the, now? How would you? What would you um, place? That's a toughie. This, uh, Sean Stevens, yeah. who uh, recently, I mean, Sean, if you're listening, which you're not, but uh, you know. Glad you're he doing okay. Be. He was got he got kidnapped in South Africa. Oh, he's free now. Oh, he's I mean he's been free for a minute. Okay. I think it was it was literally just overnight. I didn't follow say. that saga because I kind of forgot about he went it. To, he went to South Africa, hiked Mount Kilimanjaro with his family on Christmas, and then like some like corrupt shady people who said they were police took him and then took him around like withdrawing money from ATMs and then just like let him go. So they but got yeah, that's scary because they had his yeah. family. Yeah, it's no, it is really scary. scary so. And I don't wish any harm on Sean Stevens. No, I'm, his music is is very interesting. It's, I, yeah, it's, he it's, might he might be out. I would say he's probably outsider music. Outsider in that oh, like I thought you were about to say something else. He no. doesn't. Um, he's not like a weird person that like makes generic music. He has ideas, and I think they're bad ideas. And he still is just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with it, and yeah. I like that. Because he has money cool. from his like online marketing business or whatever his he bullshit, can take a weird risk. his bullshit startup is. I mean, I'm just thinking about in that outsider music book. But is he? I guess one of the because it he doesn't have like a Erwin Chusid doesn't have like a concise definition of the term because it's kind of a tricky term. One thing he says about it that I think sums up pretty well is like, if I were to diagnose all of these people with something, it would be reality deficit disorder. Like. And Sean Stevens, I think he has some of that. Safe to say, if a he's sliver, if least. he's being totally earnest with his music, which is hard to say because he also has like marketing brain and I want to go viral brain. But it's also not like no one likes his music. Like he's exclusively getting clowned on. Oh and, yeah, totally. And, and maybe he's cool with that, so it's hard to get a read on it. But he's definitely outsider adjacent. Like if it, in a different time, like it gets so hard with the internet now because like being a freak that everybody makes fun of is a good way to make a bunch of money. But in a different time, like if, if, if you show me like a Sean Stevens CD 20 from 20 years ago and like told me a story, I might be exist. Like, yeah. I know you made music like, years ago. Oh, you showed me his music yeah. from years ago. And it was kind of weird. It still. was bizarre. So yeah, he, he different time and place. I would not hesitate to say that's outside of music. I still probably would say that it is. If, yeah, if he, if he stopped, and was like, eh, well, that was something I kind of did for like about 10 years, but I'm busy doing this. Mm-hmm. That would then 100% it would be outsider yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not involved anymore. I feel like we're kind of in the hub for outsider music, too. Because, I mean, that guy's from what, Toronto? Yeah. Or something, yep. right? Or, or Ontario. Ontario. Ontario, somewhere else. I think like one of the like, suburbs. We got that guy. We got Dragon Lord Frodo from Buffalo. Oh, my gosh. Oh, his, his shit is terrific. That yeah. shit sounds insane. And then we also got Thunder Arc from our, our hometown of Rochester. Love yeah. him. Oh, what about that one guy who plays the piano? <laughs> Francis Perry? Yeah. That's some oh, that guy's from, like, shit. Utica or something. Yeah, he's, he's like, Central New York. Place. No, and there's, there's a good one. Actually, our friend Dylan Wainwright posted something. He's doing some kind of, it's like a book club, but for albums. Um, and he posted their first one they're doing is one. I got to look up the name of the is album. Is that tonight? 
uh, I don't remember, but they're reviewing. It's the album you Re- you think you really know me by Gary Wilson. Uh, he was recorded. It was recorded in Bearsville Studios in Woodstock, New York, but also largely in Gary Wilson's parents' basement in Endicott, New York. Oh, Endicott. Yeah, oh, Endicott. that's Love. near uh, Binghamton, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that that's a good, very outsider type record. Um, you started getting some recognition because Beck gave it a shout out because it's some got some weird like Beck stuff the on. the guy who sang loser that that guy yeah okay I mean we got Armin Shawbrooks from here that's oh yeah I'm tempted to say very outsider that's uh owner of the great great house of guitars and also convicted burglar and also guy who made a bunch of really good records trying to sound like Lou Reed um I mean yeah New York State's got weirdos that's for sure yeah, yeah. but no I I. It's an interesting thing to see the what comes from musicians with like crime, especially because ultimately, I think with the Justin Moan guy, um, clearly a guy who was very, as we said earlier, very mentally ill, uh, and I don't know why he never got treatment for it. I don't know if it's like. Uh, just couldn't or like, because it was kind of like honestly, something you wouldn't like, have noticed it seems like we kind of dodged a bullet in him like i mean that definitely guy strikes me as like a uh oh this is like a mass shooter oh yeah i mean if i he, mean it's he had a gun and he went to like a uh, some sort of like a uh, military base or something like that yeah when he got apprehended so, or was near one so oh, wait so he, he actually like he did that thing with his dad's head and he, well like, he shot his dad even. in the head Right. And then I think he killed, he shot his dad, supposedly, and then uh, allegedly, allegedly uh, abused his corpse by decapitating him and, and displaying, displaying it, it uh, online. And then was apprehended later with uh, said gun, I believe. Um, but I believe no further crimes had been committed at, at, up until that point. Um, maybe a little speedy. Well, maybe besides like a, you know, like a, <laughs> uh, crimes against fashion. See, like, that picture where he's dressed up like Migos? Oh, yes, that's very funny. It's a interesting shirt. Uh, unfortunately, I don't, he, I, don't, I don't think he could have pulled it off. But, no, uh, well, I mean, he can't. He has to stop soy-facing in every picture he's in. That's not very good. Also, the beard. He didn't, the beard doesn't sound good. doesn't have a no. good beard, I don't think. I don't think in the video he had very facial thin. hair. Well, it's just like, when you ever, whenever someone, I think he, it's like very much like just the chin, the chin strap, strap thing. <laughs> Guys, it never looks good. It looks stupid. Just shave it off. What the from like the sideburns to But it's here? like it's like thin though, you know? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's like if sideburns you can't get any chin. sort of goatee, like if it can't go up to like the bottom of your lip. Like if you have So we we will carve out an exception for I think that is I think Muslim guys do that for religious reasons. There's if it's the one I'm thinking. They of. look good. Oh well, you know what? Yeah. I take that back. They look pretty good with that. They but that's a dip, that's a very they specific can. kind of thing. The you know what it is? It's the Amish kind of thing. That looks stupid. That's what like some certain Muslims do. Yeah, they do that too. But they usually, they usually keep it short, right? Usually it depends I think on which I I'm not it's an not expert like... but I think some of them don't, I think maybe for religious reasons. Hmm. Also, th- some of them have, you'll see this if you look at like the Caucasus, like uh, Chechnya, all those like yeah. Muslim Russian places. They, they have that a lot. They'll too. have that and then like an, a bowl cut and it looks really goofy and it's like, why the fuck do they all have that? Nobody here has that. And I guess that is due to some hadith that says like th- getting a fade is haram. You like can't make the side of your head shorter <laughs> than the top. That's Damn. funny. 
That's a rule that I would have maybe sucks. skipped. Yeah, that's yeah. That's like, when they guys, get a laugh that out. Can you cut that one? Can you just? I don't know. Yeah, I want a bull cut. That's but a, some yeah, scissors. Let's but, cut that. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Yes. Uh, we got a I think of a kind of a doozy of an episode next week. Yes, we will, and we we got a few big ones coming, and some of the themes from this one we're gonna revisit. Let us. Oh yeah. Outsider music stuff we're definitely gonna come back to, and if you have any tips. For shit along these lines, lost media, outsider music, all that freak shit, like definitely hit Please. us up. Whether or not we cover it, we're going to cover some of it, but also we just love knowing about that stuff. And I do want to quick make a point about how like the internet was a boon for that stuff kind of coming into existence. And it used to be really great for archiving it, but I've noticed as the social media era of the internet continues to steam on and on, and force everyone deeper and deeper into an eternal present where there's no past and no future. Like, I'm saying is a couple of years ago, I could have gone on 4chan or fucking prick, kind of wherever, and in five minutes, someone would have had a mega upload link with all of Justin Moan's MP3s. Yeah, whole discography. They would have had it all done. And, like, yeah. no one's done that yet because I think the prior, the communities that used to do that online who were tech savvy guys who were good with computers, even like hacker type guys. They're all in San Francisco now. They're either there <laughs> or they're just, they have kids and shit, like whatever they're doing. Like they're not, they, they don't like fucking control the internet like they used to because no. social media brought all the normies they, on. Back when it was a, the yeah. wild west. Back when Honestly. it was the wild west. And even when we were kids, it wasn't the wild west, but those guys still kind of had these communities where it was like, okay, I am good with computers, but I'm also a person who's into interesting, cool things. So I'm going to use my computer skills to document that or do other cool shit. That's gone. I don't know if you guys know this, but young people younger than us straight up don't know how to use computers other than the no. computers on their phones. It sucks. Which in the tech realm, the, your smartphones are the equivalent of like bowling with like the bumpers up. And also you have right. knee pads on and a helmet. So the elbow pads and yeah, wrist guards. Like. And they'll do it'll it'll do exactly what it's supposed to if you're only trying to do shit you're supposed to so that and we like it when people do things they're not supposed to sometimes not like beheading your dad but other things like archiving the dad beheaders music so are are the are the kids really that, that alive they're, they're dumb with the computers or? in my limited experience yes Oh, see, weird. That's weird because I would have thought that they'd be, you know, they all wouldn't like know how to code and shit. Not even close, dude. I mean, unless they go to college to learn that. Which, let's face, it, they probably aren't. Some of them might, but like, I don't know. I had to show a uh, like twenty-year-old like how to put a hyperlink in an email recently. Like, oh wow. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening, and you can get a hold of us for. The aforementioned reasons or any reason, again, at kingsofpunk.com and Official on Instagram. And we would yeah. love to hear from everybody. Yeah, I tell, mean, give us your thoughts on this episode. Here's, here's another thing I want to... Uh, I have seen a notable uptick in what I would... I, I, maybe I would consider schizophrenic people on Instagram. And it's great. I love oh, to see you're it. You're getting targeted ads. I am getting, you? like, targeted. You're a targeted individual. I am a targeted individual, and I love it, but... uh. You know Please don't place the burden of so using. This is why social media is bad. Social media is bad because it places the burden of your life on other people. When we are not, tr when previously with early social media was not the case. No, i.e., my life saying my life sucks so bad right now. Yeah, I don't think don't people say on MySpace that stuff. 
Well, no, that probably did happen. Don't say that stuff. Only tell me about how something is good or something is kind of bad and you're maybe upset about it. But that that's about it. Like, I don't really go into details. I'm just yeah, sorry. Like, let's not do the whole, um... I fucking hate I, I, Well, guess shit. I'm just going to eat all this food by like, myself. Oh, my God, dude. I hate that stuff. I was just thinking about, like, it's like the coworker that go, walks into the break room and sp- says something out loud to the air, expecting a fucking response Oh, I hate people. that, dude. Fuck I hate it. you. I hate it. Stop doing that. That is what's, that's, that's what you're like to me when, you, when I say that. Shut the fuck up. It's so annoying. I don't burden you with my problems necessarily. I might talk about it. Like, I mean, when, that's, uh, that's like when a someone person... ripped the door handle off my fucking car. That sucks, but I made one story about it on Instagram. It's gone forever. I've never said about, talked Granted, about it at all. You don't have to be burdened by it because you don't have to look at it either, to be fair. But these people are friends, and it's like, oh. if, if you have a problem, this is, another, I guess, maybe a bigger thing. If you have a problem, be about it. Just tell me. Just don't beat around the bush. Just say it with your fucking chest. I'm not saying that, like, about someone. It could also be about someone, but, like, don't tiptoe around an issue. Just be upfront. Yeah. And even be, if be you, vulnerable. If, be social, if social media is the only outlet you have for that, fine. But yeah, the, don't be you, vague. You should do that. Like, just say, like, if you could make a post that says, I'm like extremely depressed, I could use someone to talk to. And like, that would be better than like, but this is something uh, I things had to are learn so in really, too. Like, uh, I don't know. When are things going to get good again? It's like, when you say something like that, it just turns me off from you and goes, all right, well, hey, man, we all have problems. Like, See, but like now this is fucked up because the advice I was about to give from a mental health perspective or an engaging people perspective was like, be more direct. Like, ask, ask your, you, on social media, like, someone tell me something, like, what's something that you think is good in the world that'll cheer me up? But then I realized that is also the advice I would give if I was asking, telling someone how to boost engagement. <laughs> Yeah, and that's right. fucked up, but it's true. But that's probably what you want to do if you're posting like that. You want engagement. So, yeah, end all your posts with a question. That'll always boost your engagement. And I guess make you, if if that's to make money, that's Just great. If not, then Don't beat whatever. around the fucking bush. Just tell me your, your stupid problem, and I will uh, then file you under someone to consistently ignore or someone that may want to reach or, out to. I mean, another another um, alternative to that is uh, you just uh, don't use it. That's don't better, actually. Let's dis- let's dis- destroy that's this. Just, now that's like the you know the most people don't need it. They don't. You know, right? Because a lot of these people, I mean, let's face it, they have nothing going on in their fucking you know vapid lives. Yeah, I don't know why you would use it unless you have something to sell I mean, people. Especially, I, I look at it to find things to buy, and I use it to sell shit. That's what it's for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I, I didn't mean to go off on this like, tangent. I was just wow, I love today. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Wow, like, man. Who cares? Cool. See, I love when I see those people on social media now because so much of it is more like what Tyler's describing. Like, Oh, yes. The, course, the posts yeah. that are legitimately just like, man, cold coffee from Starbucks just hits different when you're tired. Like, those yeah. posts are so awesome. Or, like, guys just... Yeah, people I, posting know, yeah, pictures I do of like chicken it. fingers. Right. I love that stuff. Just I have, see now. what you're eating. I want that stuff for, I, versus. I don't want to see your problems. Some KM. Oh, I'm gonna KMS. Shit I have at like least that, one. You know? I have a coworker from my restaurant work days who is so precious to me, who will remain unnamed. Who and he'll post about his problems too. But 
it's not like what you're talking about. It's it's way better and funnier. Like baby mom, baby mama's fucking card. And it's like that where it's just or it's like, like <laughs> oh man, that's funny, dude. He's that like sucks. he's like doing the light st- skin stare in his car. It's a white guy, but he's doing the light skin stare and like <laughs> post about like what the fuck is man that? like just yeah posting about man life's got me down, but I know that. I can't say more without giving away who I'm talking about. I'm not taking even an outside chance at that, but it's great. Those I love normie posts on the internet because everybody is a freak. All right. Well, and, yeah, they've been emboldened to let that freak them out. It's it's it's, it's a false freak them. Keep that freak them inside. It is. It does seem. I agree with that too. It's like, oh, this is fake. It seems fake. It's like this is a pose. All yeah, right. dude. That guy whose main thing in life is DJing at a karaoke night, like that. He's way more of a real freak. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. problem. <laughs> All, All right, right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Bye. Bye.